Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Walker, business coach, speaker, and accountability group leader. Here, female entrepreneurs and business owners can find help getting more focused and strategic in their business so that they can bring in more profit and get more time with their families. Join us today as I talk about how to get more accomplished while working from home with the kids. I'll be sharing three action steps to get you on your way to increased productivity. We all have our days that we just do not feel productive, especially lately, and I am not immune to productive procrastination and avoiding what I need to do. Today, I was sitting on the couch under a blanket, eyeing my blank laptop screen. Uh, My TV was taunting me in the corner to turn on the next episode of a new series I'm binging. My kids were supposed to be e-learning, and I hear the intro to the Lost TV show come from an upstairs bedroom. I hear one of my daughters on the phone with her friend. None of us wanted to be doing what we were supposed to be doing. It was noon, and I was all ready to call it a day. So obviously, that's great for some days, but if we want to keep putting food on our table and paying our bills, we need to find some kind of structure and productivity and schedule while having kids home trying to do their thing at the same time as well. My mistake for today was not prioritizing my activity for the day and not setting myself up for success. There's small things that we can do to prep ourselves for a more productive day. And fortunately, those things don't take that much time, but they can have a huge impact on your day. So today, I'm going to talk about three little tweaks that you can do to help you get more done with the added distraction of having kids home while you're trying to work. First off, there's some controversy or some differing opinions on what you should focus on first in your day. So these are just my opinions on what I see work best with the women that I work with. If you have a limited amount of time to work during the day, so for example, maybe lately you only have a few hours of really dedicated work time where you don't have distractions. Maybe you don't even have that. But if you have limited time, I would suggest working on what is the most urgent. I've heard experts and gurus say to eat the frogs first thing in the morning. In other words, do the jobs you don't want to do or that are the hardest first. And while that may work if you have eight uninterrupted hours of work five days a week, If you are working at home with kids, especially if they're e-learning and you have to be a part of that, most likely you don't have that much time. And so the time you do have to work on your business needs to be really intentional and specific for what you need to do. What is the most important? What needs to be done that's going to bring in revenue or that is timely? It might be something that if you don't finish this, Other things aren't going to get done. So kind of a domino effect of deadlines. So do those things first. If it's going to bring you revenue, like you can't get paid without sending the invoices, then by all means, send those invoices and get that cash back into your business. So number one is to do the important stuff first. Sometimes that's hard because you feel like you have so many important things and there's so many things that you need to do. 
that's great to work on with a business coach to get the questions answered to help you kind of narrow down what really is the most important. But if you aren't sure, go with what is urgent, what needs to be done today, or what needs to be done to bring you revenue. And I'm not talking about the revenue generating activities that might bring in revenue three months from now. Those are for sure important. But if you have something that will bring you cash soon, by all means, do those things first. Number two, one of the things I see as the biggest mistake for productivity is actually the length of your to-do list. When you have a huge to-do list, it can be really overwhelming. I've seen templates for to-do lists for one day that have so many different categories and checkboxes. I personally would end up spending an hour just working on that daily to-do list and then I would be fried and not want to do anything else. There's nothing wrong with having the big to-do list and even in our impact accountability group, every member does create a very lengthy a very lengthy action step list that does help them reach their quarterly goal. However, if you see that, chances are you're going to pick the easiest thing first and it won't necessarily be the most urgent or the most important. And then you've wasted that day's motivation, uh, brain space, focus, and something that didn't really need to get done today and you missed the thing that was the most important. So take that to-do list. You should have one. I mean, I, I do think they're very valuable. Take that and pick off the top three things on the list and just focus on those three things. Out of those three, pick one to put on a post-it and put it on your laptop or your work area. That is your one thing to get done first today. Just one. I know you might have a bunch of other things that you think, well, I could do a few. Just pick one and trust me, you will have a higher chance of getting that one thing done than if you have a to-do list with 30 things on it. So pick your one thing, put it on a post-it, and put it where you'll see it while you're working or throughout your day. Make sure it is a small, non-overwhelming task. This is an action step. So for example, create a new opt-in and email sequence. That's not actionable and that is not simple. To me, that sounds overwhelming even though I've done it many times. A better action step would be the first step to that, brainstorm opt-in ideas. That's really the first thing you need to do before you're creating any email sequences. So just put the very first step, not the entire project, because chances are you're not going to get that entire project done today, and then you'll feel like you didn't even get one thing off your list. So recapping, Get your whole to-do list, pick the three things that are the most important or the most urgent, and then out of those three, just pick one. Put it on your, put it on a post-it. Then I want you to put your big list away so that you do not see it during the day. Put it somewhere where you will remember where you put it, of course. But then when you finish your one thing, you can go on to the other two that you've already selected. If you need more to-do list ideas, you know where to find them. But otherwise, you're not tempted to do the easy ones or the ones that are more fun, but maybe not as meaningful towards your goals. So put the big list away. 
Okay, so some of you are going to argue with me and say, well, I have a task I need to do for different parts of my day. So I can't really just pick one work thing because my family needs me. I need to make dinner. I need to clean out that closet, all that good stuff. That's okay. But let's Let's come up with a system where you just have one thing for each of those categories. You could do a color-coded post-it for one thing in each area. So maybe, and, and this depends on how much mental energy you have right now, how much time you have, uh, the needs that are put upon you by kids' schedules, what they need to be doing for school. So choose the categories you need. For example, maybe you say, I want to do one thing with my family, uh, one task for the household, and one task for my business. So business has a blue post-it note with your one thing. Your green has your one household task you want to do. And maybe yellow is the one thing that you want to do with the kids. Now, this isn't in place of all the other things you're doing. Those are just the three things you want to make sure you can get done by the end of the day. So the things that really matter, maybe it's wanting to spend one-on-one time with each kid for that day. Maybe that's your one family goal. Yes, you're going to help them with their e-learning. Yes, you're going to be tucking them into bed. But if that's your one thing that you really want to do that day, put that on a color-coded post-it. Now, please do not have 45 different color-coded post-its. We're talking like three. So just a quick recap, we are doing the most important or urgent or revenue generating activities first, and we are only pulling the top three things off our to-do list, and we're choosing one. The last step that could be the most important but will sound like it's kind of trivial is to listen to your body. For most of us right now, we have different demands on our time and our emotional energy and our focus and that's okay it's just something that we're trying to work through so that can directly affect your ability to do intentional work um, your ability to focus I know for me motivation is something some days that I really have to muster up So listen to your body. Things have changed. Maybe you were an early riser before, but maybe now you have teenagers at home that stay up late, and so now you find yourself sleeping in a little more. That's okay. I want you to pay attention to when you are at your best for work. It's not how have you always been, but how are you right now in this reality? Notice your mood and your motivation over time, not just in one day. It could be over a week or over a few days, Um, but pay attention to when you find you have the most energy, when you're the most positive, when you're the most creative. I know in the past we've recommended doing, you know, kind of an audit of when you're the most productive, but I'm kind of thinking that's changing for a lot of people right now with the more demands that they have on them. I know for me, I kind of have a three-day mood cycle where I'm really productive, then the next day it's kind of havesy, and the last day it's a really a fight for me to get things done. So I need to plan out my day and my week based on that, and, and that can change at any time, of course, but I need to make sure that the days that I am productive, I am really getting my stuff done because I know I'm going to need a break soon. 
I have to schedule a day off in the middle of the week where I give myself grace to watch TV, hang out with the family, do whatever I want and not feel guilty about it. And then I'm much more productive the next day instead of trying to force through getting everything done every single day. So pay attention, um, figure out, does your week kind of, do you kind of fizzle out as the week goes on? So then just don't schedule a hard task or a big call when you know you're not going to want to do it. And then I find that if I do schedule those things, then it just ends up pushing everything else off on my calendar. So if I don't do the things that I put on my schedule, then it ends up that domino effect I talked about where then all my deadlines are off. Then I have to reschedule everything and that is super frustrating. So if you know there's a certain day or a certain time of the day or a certain time of the week when you are just not in it, that's okay. Give yourself grace, plan something fun, plan an app, whatever you need to do, but don't get hard on yourself for not being able to keep up the productivity level that you might have had when you have eight hours home alone or you get to go to your office to do uninterrupted work. So lastly, when you're listening to your body, I want that to also include your patience level and your frustration level. Because I know for me, if I'm in a frustrated place, when I sit down to write an email, it's not going to happen very easily and it's definitely going to not be my best work. So I think you guys can predict where I'm going with this. If you are trying to do your work at a time when other people need you, it's going to be conflicting for you. So it's best to work if you can when your kids are the most occupied and self-sufficient. Now, some of you I know if you have a two-year-old, that's kind of hard because nap time is really the only time they're self-sufficient. But a big mistake I've seen people doing during all of this is that they're trying to do their work while the kids are doing their schooling and they're trying to like multitask with getting their work done in their business and then also trying to help their kids when they need help. And to me, that's just a recipe for frustration. If they need you and they want your attention, do a task, I call them a start and stop task, like folding laundry or doing the dishes, something that has to get done anyway, do that while you're trying to help them. So that if you have two seconds while they're you know, doing the thing you just helped them with, you're still nearby, you're getting something done, but you're not using your mental energy for it. If they complete their schoolwork and then they get screen time, or they can go play outside and you still have your focus, then plan to do your work then. If you need to get up early and have your kids start school a little later, if that works with uh, whenever they need to do Zoom calls, then do that. But really try to schedule your work time in your business when no one else is expecting your attention. And I know that's really hard for some of you with little ones, Um, I have a bunch of things that I can suggest for that. I have an old blog post that I can link in the show notes about working at home with babies and toddlers that might help you out. Um, There are some ways to buy time in small snippets, which speaks also back to my other point about having really small, actionable steps on your to-do list so that if you do find, hey, they're all watching Dora right now. I don't even know if Dora is still a thing. That was the big thing when my kids were little. But if you find, oh my gosh, the house is quiet, they're playing quietly, you can go grab one really small action step off that post-it and get a little bit done and feel like you've gotten something done. 
Now, if this all still doesn't work for you or you're having a hard day and you just need some other ideas on how to get unstuck, I do have a take action checklist that you can download. It's free. You can print out a few of them. So as time goes on, if you need to grab one, you can. It's just some different ideas on things you can try if you're stuck. Let's say you you need to brainstorm a new opt-in and every time you sit down, you just can't think of anything. It's a list with some ideas on ways to kind of get into a fresh headspace and to find some motivation. So if you'd like that, I do have a new podcast download list. You only have to sign up once. And once you sign up with your email, then you get the new freebie or download anytime we offer one on a podcast in the future. So you can get the take action checklist now. And then when the next podcast airs and we have another great download, you'll get an email with it straight to your inbox so you don't have to keep re-registering for new opt-ins. We thought that might be an easier way to give you guys the good stuff without you having to keep um, re-entering all your information. So if you'd like that, the this will be in the show notes, but you can grab that freebie at bit.ly slash WBW podcast. So bit.ly forward slash WBW podcast. All one word, all lowercase. I hope that is something that can help you. And I hope these three steps will help you. I'll also outline them in the show notes so you can go back and review them if you are getting to a point where you're not feeling very productive. So moving forward, keep it simple, give yourself grace, and focus on one thing at a time. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your day and go get back to work. 